Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Torian B. We have Funny Julius here. Hi, Julius. <laughs> we got Bobby Digital here. His do-rag is very tight. We got Eli P here. What's up, everybody? He is bundled up indoors. And today, we're getting into Cardi B's debut album, Invasion of Privacy. Invasion of Privacy, uh premiered in 2018. Um, it was a big, big, big year for Cardi. Um, it was led by the single Bodak Yellow, of course, uh, followed by Bartier Cardi, Be Careful, I Like It, and Ring. So she had five big singles on this album. Um, of course, we knew Cardi as an internet personality at this time before this album came out. Um, the album came out and kind of capitalized off that personality. And it made her bigger than ever. She was fucking um, co-hosting late night TV shows, something that musicians just never did. Um, Cardi was everywhere. She was on, she, she proved herself to be a mainstay outside of just internet foolery. Um, how do we feel about the album overall though? Cause um, Tori, you wanna, you wanna start off? I'm gonna start her off. So. I'm going to start her off by saying, like, I've been following Cardi B since she was on Instagram just talking shit. And from that to Love & Hip Hop to when she was on Love & Hip Hop, explaining why she was on the show, saying that she wanted to record music. And we all thought it was ridiculous. We thought she was like another Jocelyn Hernandez. And the fact that, like, she, like, persevered and, like, showed and proved, it's kind of like um, Almost Famous actually happening. All right? So... When I see that, I'm like really proud of her. And it's like obviously, like um everybody has something to say, everybody has an opinion, but it just makes me really proud of this woman to come from the circumstances that she comes from, the, the child of immigrants, to actually become a millionaire and being able to take care, like basically make sure her family will never be broke again, right? So that's all like the 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 mushy stuff that I have to say about that. As far as the album, I have a special place in my heart for this album because um, when I when I saw her performing live, she was pregnant at Coachella, and it was really um, an exciting time because that year was Beachella, so Beyonce was the big was the big deal. So with that being said, like just being able to see that and enjoy that, like this woman was pregnant, performing and flawlessly giving a great performance. Like she was actually on the pole doing tricks, all that shit. And still performing with some of the biggest stars out that year. And like I just truly, truly enjoyed seeing this woman's meteoric rise. Like I felt like I saw it from like from like infancy to like, you know, the one of the biggest artists in the world. Like, think about like think about this. Like she's she's broke records that have like stood the test of time for like 15 years prior to that. It was like after Lone Hill, like no female rapper did anything relevant. No disrespect to Nicki Minaj. But Nicki Minaj did a lot of things that were relevant. What I'm saying is, it's like it seemed like no female rapper was acknowledged, right, until Cardi B. And yes, Nicki Minaj came out and held it down, and she was the only female rapper like doing it after a long period of time, right? But 
it seemed like after Cardi came out, the floodgates opened. We got all the dolls. We got all of the the the, the lils, you know, coming out. Like, think about how many female rappers have come out since Cardi B broke into the music industry. It's like she like made it a trend, and yeah. I don't know if it's it's because um, I'm not sure if it's because Nicki was so good and talented, they they felt like they couldn't find another female rapper as good as her, or if that when Cardi came out, they actually figured out a way to make the formula work. I think it's the latter. Because I think I think with Cardi, Cardi actually came out with the energy of welcoming other female rappers and like working with other female rappers and being open to it. And she came with just a big, friendly demeanor. And she used to shout out other rappers on the come up. So that was really big for her. Because uh, Nikki, and she still does that. Nikki didn't really do that. Nikki kind of held that spot. And when Nikki came and before Nikki, it was kind of a one at a time kind of thing with women in rap. And if it wasn't one at a time, the ones that were out were against each other. Like they were always pitted against each other. You have Kim and Fox as like the main ones that come to mind. But Cardi brought around a much needed uh, positive energy like to, to women in rap. And I think, shit, look at look at all the women that have came since then. Nikki had damn near a 10-year run with it just being her, which is very impressive. But it's like, damn, like, you're the only woman, like, holding it down, you know? And then, like, there were, like, talk, there, there was talk of politics in the background of Nikki being the one that kind of shunned other women on the come up and her just wanting to occupy that spot. So... I was happy to see what Cardi is doing, and she's still still moving. Um, Rob, I'm a I'm a go to you. What do you What did you think of this album? I love this album. Um, I mean, you guys mentioned a couple a couple key factors in the beginning. Cardi Cardi was so well received because she was the popular girl in high school that everybody genuinely liked. I think that when you looked at Nikki, she was a mean girl. And because she was a mean girl, a lot of niggas didn't really fuck with her like that. Like she's because you you didn't seem Nikki never came off as a girl that you would kind of hang out with, to be honest. It was just like, oh, she's just one of those popular girls. But Cardi, we all could relate to her because she was a round the way girl. And then the music came, and then the music was just as infectious as her personality was. Um, I mean, Bodak Yellow is to women as computers are to niggas. <laughs> like, women hear Bodak Yellow, and it's a different sense of energy, and we all loved it at the same time. Yeah. And I then... Know, not, I just had to add, add this, and I'm and I'm sorry if you get back to it. Shout out to <laughs> Mo Bigga. I distinctly remember going to Pizza Zoo and Mo Bigga coming to Pizza Zoo and saying, I'm only here to hear, I'm only here to listen to Bodak Yellow. And when Bodak Yellow plays, I'm going to turn up and I'm out. And that's literally what she did. I, that like that was in Brooklyn at the well. She turned up like, like when it came on, I looked for her. <coughs> and then she legit like dapped me up and dipped. Like she left. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that that record had its time, man. It had its time. Not only that, but um, she had some stiff competition that Grammy year. Um, you know, when you look at 
her, who she she was playing. It was Swimming by Mac Miller, Victory Lap by Nipsey, Daytona by Pusha T, and Astro World by Travis Scott. That's some stiff competition for your first album. Mm. And I think, you know, when you record, when you reflect, you know, you have Nip's untimely passing and, and Mac's untimely passing. Um, and then you had the controversy with with um Pusha and, and Drake. And then you have the 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 star studded of what Astro World was, but Astro World we got later in that year. We got that around August, like July, it August. Same time as swimming. It came out around the yeah. same time. Yeah. So to be honest, like when you looked at it from a competition wise, she stood a good chance. She did. Like, and when you look at the album out of 13 tracks, at least six or seven of them we heard outside. Mm-hmm. So wh- whether it be good relationships by the label or genuine talent, the star quality was there and we all received it. It's a great album. Okay. Okay. And um Julius. Oh, I'm going to uh I'm gotta I gotta, you know, I gotta say the, the bad first. Um this album is the start of her being cold um if you know you know <laughs> i don't know elaborate no oh see you what y'all y'all wasn't called y'all What's wasn't there? old okay 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 i got it i got it i got only it. day one only day ones no okay I, so i thought you meant i took that as uh, like cold musically i took it, that eli's hitting eli yeah it just hit me whole, never well, i know what you mean now i'm i'm, I'm here. here i'm here you potting Sadly, you know that you know she started getting cold. It was sad to see, but it was you know she had to do it. She had to do it. This album is a classic in hip hop. This album, um, the last time an album had this much of a of a anticipation with you know just like star uh, uh, um, um, uh, making power around it or just, you know, a star-studded power around it. This gave me, um, it was Little Wayne's The Carter 3. I don't remember uh, an album being this big as uh, the, 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 the Carter 3. Um, this is a certified classic album in hip-hop. This is a perfect album. It probably has maybe two or three uh, 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 fillers in there. Which is all right because, but in, but uh, 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 I sorry you didn't interrupt anybody else. Is it is it because it's me? Is it because I'm dark skin? Uh, I love you, so shut the fuck up. Thank okay, thank you. Um, this album is uh, this album is yeah a certified classic. This album will reign over time. The moment I heard Bodak Yellow was the moment I said okay. She's really going to be great at this rap and stuff. Um, this is going to be a hit. I remember the day Bodak Yellow, the freestyle came out. But well, it's a freestyle, it was a freestyle then, but I remember the day it came out, and I remember the day about maybe a week or two that it was in the clubs and I was hosting, I was hosting several, several parties um during this time. And to see it go from a group of four women knowing the lyrics. Well, a group of four women and me knowing the lyrics um, to the whole party, um, you know, uh, saying uh, screaming it out. I was like, yeah, 
she she got it. She she's 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 going. She's out of here. She's out of here. Um, yeah, this album was amazing, perfect. The money that was put behind this was so beautiful to see. It was so great to for them to see see that uh, um, just be done for her. Um, it's a lot of stuff that came with this album. Her and Offset, you know, Offset at that time, uh, part of the Migos, they were the, I want to say they were the biggest um, hip-hop act uh, there, if not one of the biggest hip-hop acts there, and not only hip-hop acts, but musical acts as well. So her and uh, uh, Offset meeting and, you know, hooking up was really, really cool to see. Uh, and it was a, a great moment uh, uh, Um with uh with 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 cardi um you know it's we're talking about we, we always talk about classics and what makes a classic a classic i think the class like you know having good music is great and having you know great music is you know a great good start but this album had so many different moments so many moments it had more than damn near five moments uh, uh and and just like afterwards as well it was it's like whoa so yeah, I love this album. This album is great. This is one of the greatest, uh, not only greatest female uh, uh, rap album ever, but one of the greatest hip hop albums of like of all time. I don't know whether it's like a, a top 500, top 100. I don't know the number, but it is there somewhere. This album will definitely be incredible to listen to 10, 10 to 20 years from now. Julius, I got a question for you. Big words. Big, big words. Got you got to go big or go home. So, uh, so our listeners, you know, I, I know you guys have become used to it, but Julius, don't you, shouldn't you hold on to the end of that? No, because I think it's, uh, it's, think it's, it's uh, no, I think it's spoken already. I think, um, you know, you don't think that you don't think, you don't think, you don't think jumping, you don't think that's, you, you don't think that the, you know, the listeners would, would like it if you waited till the end opposed to saying that now they listen. Oh, Julius thinks it's a classic. Now there's no reason to listen to it. Oh yeah, number one, you're gonna know how I feel about this album because that's how. No, what I'm just saying, you can share. Track. I think, I think you can share how you feel about the album, and then like wait to the end to the say that it's a classic because that's the whole point of the show. Well, when I, I understand that, but when you look at the, uh, you know, our listeners are going to know what who, what this album is. So when you look at the cover, everybody's going to say, "Oh, wow, that album was incredible. That album was beautiful. That could be a classic." Like this, uh, the, just off the album cover. Shout, shout out to Nikki Kulo. Just off the not the, the the album cover, it like, come on, this is this is I don't. It, there are certain albums where you you where, where you just look at it and say, I need that album for the rest of my life, and and this is that album. Well, okay, so I will say to Torian's point, I think the core thing that Julius does is he does state how he feels about the album in the beginning, and that could very well change by the end of us reviewing this album. That's how he feels right now. You're well. He has done this before, where he said very strongly how he feels about an album, and then very. after the episode, after we break everything down, because we're so fucking smart, it changes his mind sometimes. So who knows how he'll feel at the end of this. We'll see. But Eli, uh, last but not least... How do you feel about this album? I mean, every it's already been, everybody has said everything that I could possibly think of to say. Uh, all I could really add to it is I really do enjoy this album. We could get into it. Okay. So without further ado, we'll get into the album. The album starts off with a uh, very strong, very Meek Mill vibe. Um, 
But Meek Millie. What's up? I was just saying Meek Millie. Oh, well, it starts off with Get Up 10, which is produced by Sean Island and DJ Swang, Swang Q. Um, big moment for Cardi. It's like her official introduction, so it's a lot riding on this one, and I think she delivered. What do y'all think? I think... Oh, no, that's I incredible. Yeah, I think the same thing. This oh, is definitely go a first. meek mill of... Uh, uh, so... Oh, oh, hold on, guys. Wait, I think yeah, there's so, a... Yeah, I think there's a glitch. I don't know what's going on. I don't know whose service it is that's acting up. But um, nah, it's a, it's a good it, like besides it having a Meek Mill vibe, it's just a really good intro. And I and I and I hate the fact that she was pregnant while it, while this album rollout was coming because I think if she would have been able to do more performances in clubs and actually even even though this album had five singles, right? I think if she would have been able to do more performances that this one would have also caught on and became like an anthem. And I think that it sucks that like, uh, they were like, all right, we got these three songs that we're going to push. And then two of the other songs just happened to pick up. But she, she, when I'm listening to this album, I'm like, she could have had about eight songs that could have been in rotation on the radio. That's a fact. Yeah. I think she did though. Low key. She had, oh, she had yeah. yeah, the song yeah, the song with the song with YG was on the radio, and that's that's like my shit. Can't wait till we talk about that one. But yeah, um, if she she definitely did have a, a few more on the radio that were like charting and doing well because of streams and shit like that. Yeah, you're right, right. Um, yeah, and Julius, what were you going? I think you were trying to say something at first. Oh yeah, this is definitely Meek Mill vibes, but I I just love the aggression in this. Um, I. We it it's, it was a long time coming before we heard like some uh, an aggressive aggressive uh you know lady on the mic so I really appreciated this um it, it's the beat switch which is like you know beautiful so you know that's all I have to say so far um I think what I like about Cardi is that she has she has what I call the beat rabbit effect from Eight Mile where you can't really say shit about her because she owns everything. Right. She owns everything about herself that you could possibly say wrong about her. So in the beginning, of course, when you call her a stripper, you call her a hoe, whatever, like she Cardi always lives in her truth. So it's like it doesn't really stick. And then also like, oh, you just still flows, whatever. I distinctly remember her going on stage when people was talking about her using Kodak Black's flow and then even her using Meek's uh, type of style for this song. She went on stage and was like, yo, I'll take anybody flow. I'll steal anybody flow. Like, whatever. Like, what's up? I'll do that shit and I'll make it better. I thought that was fire. It was like it was like a new type of ascension for a rapper that I've never seen. Because, like, you never see rappers pop off like that. They all, Rappers are always trying to defend themselves. They never really try to own something that people are accusing them of. And so when I saw her do that, I was like, oh, yeah, she's out of here. You can't do nothing to Cardi. You can't do nothing yeah. to her. She's out of here on that level. Anytime a, a rapper starts off saying, look, they gave a bitch two options, stripping to lose. I used to dance in the club across from my school. That is a bar. <laughs> that is a bar like no other. You strip across from your school, you got it. That's it. This is how we start an album off. I'm here for it. Whatever else you about to rap, 
I don't care. That's a bar. That's the best, one of the best female bars I've ever heard. By far. She's so she's so in touch, man. Like, not we haven't had would you say would you say Eli? That Rob's saying that shit like he could relate. Yeah, he like yo. Like, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. like, like <laughs> because then you know what it is? You were stripping across because you. it's the next it's a, it's the next bar where she said, I said dance, not fuck. Don't get it confused. That's a super like layered, like you gave us the bar already to continue the bar and yo, bro, you rap rapping. Felt it. I was well, here. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and because she knows that stripping, when you hear the negative connotation with strippers is that they do, like, they fuck on the side or, like, if you pay them enough, like, you can hit it. So, like, her her clearing that up was needed. Yo, Reg, had to set the record straight because bitches love to assume. <laughs> what? That, yo, come on, like, we this is rap in order here. That's rap. That's rap. That's rap, rap. But what the bar, bro? You just gave us a line. Have I mean, you, bro, I, gave, I gave you, I gave you four bars, my nigga. I broke. I, all right, you know I, what? I, I'm just. Asking. Do you listen to music or do you skim through it? Like this song. Oh, yeah, I knew that was. <laughs> but uh, all right, so we'll get, we'll get we'll get into the rap next song, which is drip. Train. Don't get the it, next song, bitch. Next song is drip. Drip features the Migos and is produced by Nonstop the Hitman and Cassius J. Came through drip. This still is very much an enjoyable. Who's Mike? Torian. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, drip, drip, drip. Oh, man, I love this. Migos, so shout out to the Migos. My, my thing, my thing is, is that Takeoff is the one who really, 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 really makes this song knock, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Takeoff was trained how to rap from Quavo, right? Because Quavo always made him do ad libs for him. So him, so basically putting Cardi in that position, <laughs> it was the best thing ever, and I really think that that's why, like, he he made the song like. Stand out and shine. This song is so fucking good. Let me tell you something. Seeing all of them perform together and them be her hype men, all three of them, mm-hmm. like like the like Alvin and the Chickmunks <laughs> behind her, <laughs> was the greatest thing in the world, bro. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you perform this with her at Coachella. Yeah. Sun said Alvin in the Chipmunks. Boy, that's fire. But no, this song, this song is a hit. Um. It worked in every sense of the word. And like Cardi with like, I think, yeah, this was her second collab with them because Motorsport came first. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next song that we're gonna get into is Bickenhead. Bickenhead is produced by AO and Keys and Ness with a very distinct uh sample. Rob, you wanna give it to us? Give it, give it, Rob. Unmute your mic, damn it. Rob, what do you <laughs> It comes from the incredible, iconic, uh, Academy Ooh. Award winning groups of 3 Six Mafia, but Project Pack. Sir. Uh, Chickenhead. Chickenhead. And man, man, did it not, Listen. did this song not like bring this back song, memories yeah. for this all song, of us? 
This all yeah. this we all stopped and was like, oh Cardi's uh Cardi's oh, okay. version of it didn't get the proper attention that it deserved. Bro, like, what? Of course, it did, but it didn't get a video. I think she, it needed a video. It yeah, need, all it needed was a video, and it would have been yeah. perfect. It would have been another single. I swear to everything, this would have been a plat a platinum single. I swear to you, I swear to you. Because drop in the club, and oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Walk this song, this Would have got this video on BET Uncut. Bruh. The song, like, this goes for all my nasty hoes. Like, this is just... I really would. I really, I, I have, like, a dream that, you know, she gets Gangsta Boo and Mia X and they remix this song and it's amazing. Um, Yo, that would in be my cool. mind. My god. And, like, I really wish, like, I, I really wish that they did. And, like I said, she was pregnant, man. So it was a lot of stuff that like hindered her. Like a lot of things that just didn't make sense. Can you imagine this video of her being in a strip club pregnant? I mean, some guys are into that, but I am. <laughs> I, I too am. I'm niggas. It's me. I'm niggas. I think um, I would love for artists to normalize going back to their old songs and treating them like new songs. Yes. Put not like like yo like just hitting Twitter like yo, I don't think y'all really fucked with this song like y'all should have, and I made a video to it like from a song like. I remember when I I remember I had a thought. Uh, I used to always have this thought all the time like yo, there's so many songs. There's a lot of songs from back in the day that Kanye just wasn't good at rapping yet that he put out that I liked, but I was like yo, he should put this out like. I feel like Kanye should rewrap his verse on the bounce with Hove because it's such a bad verse. But I wanted him to read. Yeah, that was such a bad verse. But I'm like, yo, now that Kanye can rap, like like 2006 Kanye would never rap like that. I feel like if he put a new verse on that, I just want something like that. Like people aren't exercising their rights and rap like they need to, man. But that's I digress. I think she should still treat this. This would blow up if she came out with a video for this today. I agree. I I I agree. I agree. I think she should still give us this video because this song could have been so this this song could have been so huge. This song could have won platinum plaque. Mm-hmm. And like, this song would have been in the club every single day. Uh, I, I I like this song was so big. This song this song not big. Excuse me. So incredible! It was an incredible, like with the sample too. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um. All right. So we'll get into the next song, which is "Bodak Yellow." It's produced by Laquan Green and Jay White. Did it? Uh, sorry, we'll get into the next song, which is a diamond single. "Bodak Yellow." That's what I should have said. Diamond, diamond single. She is the only female rapper to ever have a diamond single. Cardi. Only female rapper. What do you guys? Um, what do you guys think so, it is that's so enticing about this song that made it break? Has made made I it make. There's a lot of key factors about this song that make it that make Thank it. Thank you, Eli. Like, because the thing is, each each and every one of us, like we, you know, we all know a Cardi B. We have a homegirl. Like, if you don't have girl like Cardi B, then you've seen the girl arguing on the block with either the next chick or the girl out. Arguing? Girls who listen to, to Bodak Yellow don't Never argue. They beat bitches up. You've seen, 
being a Cardi B out in the streets. Like you've you've been in Cardi's presence without actually being in Cardi's presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's such a re- that's and that's what makes her such a relatable figure because like yo like I fuck with you and you so raw and and real and you don't hold your tongue and you know you laid out on this record like I think on this record she she talked about getting her teeth fixed because they was ragging on her about that. Um, but, uh, I mean, aside, I mean, aside, aside from that, but it's just, yo, the bars, the bars on this, she went in, the flow is amazing. The beat is great. Fucking shout out to Kodak Black, like approving all of this. Um, mm-hmm. he got, I know he's getting bread off of this too. Yeah. No, no, he's not. He's got well, it. still is, but he's about to go away. Yeah. Yeah. He's about to go away, but not, that's nonetheless. Um, but nah, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. This is a perfect record. There's absolutely nothing wrong. Um, yeah. I mean, this album is incredible. This song is incredible. Um, like like Julia said, started out from a freestyle, and now we're here. Um, just to see the video of Cardi in the middle of the studio, like in the hallway of the studio, coming up with the lyrics, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Because it's like, you really, you really get inspired. Like, yo, someone really took their time, made this song, and, and I'm, I'm proud of her for it. Women Turn Up, this is definitely, uh, play this song when I'm six when most is in. Please, no. Oh, dear, no. Somebody's gonna die. So, <laughs> I love this song. I like this song a lot. Um, I also wanted to um, add that this song was, like, owned that summer. So, Right. Oh yeah. So everywhere you went, everywhere you went, you had to hear this song, and you had to hear this infectious ass beat, and hear these hard ass lyrics that she was spitting. And I think like that's like what made it different because like women were actually rapping the verse, and even some men, shit, like they were rapping the verse so hard, right? And like that, you, I haven't seen that happen like with female rappers for for a very yeah, long time. Like, yeah, man. Like I've seen girls, I've seen women rap all of the lyrics to um Cardi. I mean to Cardi to Nicki Minaj's monster. I've seen mm-hmm. them rap all of the lyrics to um uh Queen Bitch, Queen Bitch from Little Kim, right? And um Crush on You. But think about how like think about that. Like now, right? Especially even though Bodak Yellow wasn't on TikTok, I think that things like TikTok came around because of Bodak Yellow. Where like women were actually come like rapping these songs into their videos, like think like like um some of our listeners we, we have a friend her name is Crystal Anrod right so every time I went out somewhere anywhere they would literally have to perform the song like she fucking wrote Bodak Yellow and everybody would pull their phones out record Crystal performing and it would go viral somewhere some way right or everybody like they just anticipated it like I she was fucking Cardi. I definitely have footage of her uh, while I'm rapping Bodak Yellow in your phone, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm just saying is, is like now, like that's like a like a thing. Like now, like a person has a single, out, like it has a single, and that's all. They better go on TikTok. It better you better be able to recite the words. Like that became a thing after. I'm not saying that Cardi is the reason, but I'm we pretty know. sure girls wanted to rap other songs that they like because they they started liking because of Bo that Yellow made them start liking r- other rap songs by women. I'm just saying, like, there's that correlation and I, I definitely see the connection there with that. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Reg, you said what was the factor 
that what right. are the factors that made this in, right? You know, we right. could talk about we could talk about the flow, we could talk about the beat, we can talk about the uh the 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 video with the you know the lion. I mean, excuse me, the cheetah or the leopard, right? But let's just be honest, woman was the reason this song was so 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 successful. Women were the reason, the number one reason, because you heard it in the club, you heard you saw the woman rapping, you saw it. You saw them turning up, and you said, "Oh, well, I, I guess this song is all right if the woman like it." <laughs> so, shout out to the woman of hip hop for for doing that, and shout out to the woman for for that. Like, you know, I mean, Cardi always praises her fans. Cardi always praises women, and uh, and always uplifts uh, the correct woman. Um, keyword uplifts the correct woman. Um, like, yeah, woman made this song uh, be where it's at. That's it. And, and as uh, as true as that is, I think there's more to it than that, though. I think I think she. Uh, it's a very unconventional. There's a lot of things that just aren't supposed to work or aren't traditional about a single that this song has. This song doesn't. The chorus isn't really a chorus. It's like a. It's like a lead into it's a buildup, and then the 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 flow, mm-hmm. the aggression, even though it's so catchy, yeah, not like this isn't built like a structured. This isn't the regular structure it, because it's a freestyle. It, it was originally yeah. a freestyle. Yeah, that's why. It's and and, and it's a woman, man. <laughs> It's the woman. Don't discredit the woman, Rags. Yeah, but no, it's that. But also, there's more to it. Is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Well, my my we uh, we agree. Let's just get that out the way to our listeners. We agree. Yes, well, why are you trying to argue with me, baby? <laughs> what you doing? I'm just saying, firstly, with me, I think the biggest factor was, was the woman, and like it was just you know shout out to to uh, you know all the other uh, lady rappers. It's like, damn, this lady rapper came out like she's singing like. You can't fuck with me if you wanted to. Like that was like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a. Oh man, this summer was a good. Not only I was mean, it a a woman song, it was a New York record. It was a New York. It was record. a New York record, and that's what people don't re- remember. It was a New York hip hop record. Uh, only oh, we could, only we could really relate to it. We understood who that person was, just like Eli said. So when you went somewhere, you would hear niggas, DJs would be like, yo, is New York in the building? Oh, New York in the building, New York in the building. And they would play that. And you just knew it was a move. Like everywhere. I I think that's was was a very key factor as well. Like it just worked. It just worked. I've never seen a record. Well, I won't say that. It began the evolution of women saying, we decide what we want to dance to, not men. And then right after 2018, 2019, into 2019, 2021, women have been running rap music. Women make better rap music than men now. Like, yeah. they make they make the better party I, records. Yeah. Because I agree. right after this, right after this, into 2019, you go right into Megan Thee Stallion. And then we get, we get, um... The, what's the make the the making record with the sample? Which one? Uh, oh, um, tell me if it's love. That was the next. Freak. That was the, oh. Big O Freak was the next year. 
Yeah. So like we, it became, it, it became a thing. Like women were coming, then the next, then 2020, city girls. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a thing. It's been a thing where like we look for the women for the and party record now. And all those artists, you still had like a whole bunch of highlights too. You had a whole bunch of other women that were on the scene killing it. Don't mm-hmm. you it. You yeah. have the Doja Cats, the Rico Nasties, who are running around making records too. Drizzy yeah. is what Drizzy as well, but like women, women have been running rap music and this is the start Cash Doll, love Cash Doll, love Cash, Cash Doll, Dream Doll, great. Oh, I said it. Yeah, Dream Doll about the she picking up steam right now. Yeah, Dream Doll is out here right now. Um, yeah. All right, well, we'll get into the next song. Next song is Be Careful, and it's produced by Frank Dukes, Boy Wonder, and Vinyls. Not my favorite. Yeah, Not I, know, my favorite. I, knew it, I knew it was coming, Reg. I like this beat. It's I don't like the flow. Is not for, for this to follow up Bodak Yellow. Yeah. It was because this only worked because we loved Cardi so much is the reason why this worked. We love Cardi personality. That's the reason why this song worked. And the, and everything that came with this song is what helped it like get to that next level because she performed this song when she... She performed this song on SNL when she debuted that she was pregnant. Yeah, That's what took this song like to the next level too. It gave it extra an extra pair of legs when she did that because it, she made a moment out of this mediocre song. So like... It also got the introduction of Partisan Fontaine. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. Was, because he, uh, he. That's when he started getting some recognition, and this was the first little chink in Cardi's armor, if you want to call it that. It's still a platinum single, but you know, yeah. it was a little chink. I'll call it a chink only because that's when. Because to keep it a buck, as much as we love Cardi, we never. We it's not like we suspected all along that she was writing all her bars and shit. But yeah. this was the chink because. Partisan Fontaine came out of nowhere. And this is when we knew that for sure she has writers because he was attached to this song. I don't know how much he contributed, but he's listed as a writer for this song. As well as the sample comes from uh, Lauren Hill's X Factor. Yeah. She and, which was a big year for that song because uh, Drake also sampled that song. Yes, he did. Um, year. So, so Lauren. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm popping back in. Lauren Hill, be careful, right? Yeah, yeah. be careful. Lauren Hill was having the start. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm glad. Yeah, we established um, this song fucking sucks, and um, it's it starts like a bad run on the album. Um, and this is like why I was looking at Julius like he had four heads when he said this album's a classic because how much this song sucks and how much I feel like the label forced her to do it, and and it's very gimmicky. And I I think that she. Didn't want to do it, and this is why her, this is her least performed song to this day. Cause it fucking sucks. Be careful with me. Yeah, I hook his ass. <laughs> well, you can't you can't turn a ratchet into a housewife. It's not even about like, turning a ratchet into a housewife, man. What I mean, sucks. Like, I mean, I'm being figurative. Like, you can tell. Like, Cardi was the artist that she's, and and to be clear, to your point. We have never, we haven't gotten a soft record from Cardi since. That's not her MO. That's not how she built. That's not the music she want to make. I make turn up music. That's the music I'm going to make. Right. That's why, so Deal that's why it. this was 
and I'm and I'm mistaken. Sorry, we'll get this. Wasn't the second single. This is the third single. Yeah, the second single we'll get to, but this was the third single. But but this is not the type of energy people wanted from Cardi at that time. But it, it still worked for her because she, you know, as an artist, you're entitled to share all facets, like your you know your different ways or whatever. She says she loves this record. That's why she put obviously put it out. You know, it wasn't for me. Wasn't my cup of tea. We'll get into the next one, though. Next one is Best Life. Best Life features Chance the Rapper. It's produced by Alan Ritter and Boy Wonder. Get the hell. Get Chance the Rapper. What? I'm so mad he was rapping. I wish he would have stayed on the chorus. My goodness. And this was like, this was the year where his 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 down slope. Well, no, he was on fire that year. Was, was, 2018, oh, it was going. Oh, okay, yeah. 2018 was was the beginning of the end because everybody like he was getting annoying to everybody because remember he, he kept showing up on Ellen <laughs> he kept showing up on the Ellen show people were saying how, how he dressed like Super Mario like he became gimmicky he started to have like a fucking he started to have a uniform I didn't like this verse I love the chorus I didn't like the verse great song yeah, not only that but like he was oh, just, go ahead, Rob. he was defend he was defending everything on Twitter anytime something came hey I just want to say. I'm Chance the Rapper, and I'm in support of them. No one asked you, Chance. Yeah. So, like... I mean, this, that's why Big Mensa hates him. Like, and they're friends. Big Mensa's like, I hate this dude. But... That's, um, that's crazy, because I hate Big Mensa. <laughs> Respectfully. It, it, hate, it, hate. It's just hate going around here. But, yeah, like, I just felt like this was, like, when we started realizing that the, the tanks and the armor were, were coming for Chance, and that um, people were starting to expose... How they felt about him, and what, and and base, and also find out that like a lot of his uh, gimmicks weren't what they like. People were like the rumblings were coming. He's not a real independent artist. He's fake. Like that's not true. Uh, you know, um, everything isn't as organic as as it seems. His father was close friends with Barack Obama. Like his father had political ties in Chicago. Like you know what I'm saying. Like everything didn't seem so like organic after that. Like I don't even believe he really did acid. I'll be honest with you. No, I think he lying. did it. I think he did it. I don't think hey, so. Nah, he I, think, I think he did. I think he did. I don't think so. I, I think he, lied, he bro. wasn't a crackhead. I'm telling you, bro. Um, yeah, so this was a, this worked. Also, party party partisan fontaine has writing credits on this song as well. Um this this song worked though at that time. I mean, this was a good year for chance. Everything he was attached to was working in this time. Um, but also in the same breath, this was the beginning of his downfall. Uh, but we'll get into the next song. Next song is I Like It. NJ uh, Bowden. It's crazy to see how far Bad Bunny has come since then. But uh, it's produced by Craig Coleman, Taney, and Jay White did it. Um, uh, Rob, you want to tell us this sample? Oh, this is a very, very good sample. Sample comes from what is you know, I like it like that. It like that, uh, which is uh, a mimi me gusta I see by uh, Pete Rodriguez. Thank you, Pete Rodriguez. Is it Pete Rodriguez? Eli? I don't know. I think the original sample is crap too. Um, that's you. Not you. Not what you mean. What you mean? What's that mean? What you mean? It's because I love how the reason why I hate this, this and the reason why I hate the original 
example is any time this song, I get it. It's, it's a good Spanish song, but it's one of them shits that they burn to the motherfucking ground. Like, Pete, like, yo, that's what everybody, oh. you hear a Spanish record that you, hey, <laughs> it's like, yo, give me a fucking break. This song is trash, and the original song could suck my whole dick. Okay, so Eli, um, Wait, Eli I want to know this is why the only you... song. Hold on, Julie. This is the only song I know that when you walk in McDonald's, the machine works. This is the only time the machine works in McDonald's. Bro, the machine ain't never working. I don't know where you going. So Eli, um, when you wanted to be wrong today, why did you choose that? <laughs> Why did I choose this? Cause this song fucking sucks, man. Get it, get the shit out of here, bro. Okay, I, so first off, all right, yo. When I first when I first heard this record, I was mad disappointed. I was at work. This shit came on, uh, came on on my speaker, whatever. And yo, and I did. I was like, tossed my head back. I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like once I heard this record, I'm like, oh, all right, they're really taking care of Cardi right now. You know what's crazy? This four, there's like four Spanish, super popular Spanish records that white people just need to hear, and this is one of those Spanish records. There's but only like low key, huh? You wouldn't you wouldn't say this song has a lot to do with Bad Bunny's Ascension? It does. I, I don't. I listen. I like this. To, yo, to be honest with you, I totally forgot this song was on the album. When I went back to hearing this shit, I was still pissed, bro. I don't care. I don't care. But I don't care about J Balvin being on it. I don't care about Bad Bunny being on it. This whole record is trash. Get this I want to. I want to apologize to the Latinx community. I want to apologize to the Latinx community. I'm so sorry. One of your own. One of your own is 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 bugging right now. I am willing to be drafted part time Puerto Rican. <laughs> um, I, I listen. Uh, to my Latin to the Latinx listeners, we apologize. You know what's crazy let me, about? Well, let me say something to you. Wait, wait, guy, wait guy, you know what's crazy about this song? Um, this song has like two of my favorite Cardi moments. Like it has two of my favorite Cardi moments. I like eating halal. Eating halal driving a lamb is hard. Eating halal driving a lamb is hard. The other one that I like is uh, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. Like, <laughs> she couldn't think of nothing else. I just think that's so hard. I just want to point out that your man's, my my my, my favorite artist had J Balvin and Bad Bunny on the track a year ago on Shine and no one cared. <laughs> Cardi put the niggas on a record and the shit went worldwide. That's all it's I'm not saying. It's not Latino. So I think hey. you should apologize to your community, oh, bro, Eli, because you wilding. Face, bro. Nobody ever is checking for Wale. Like that's a Twitter thing. Yeah. But so um, I want you to pa- I want you to apologize to Perfect. all the. Uh, I want to uh, Eli. I want you to apologize to all of the Latinx community. I want you to apologize to the, Bro- the Bronx community and all the hookah smokers. We saying sorry to shit. They got to get. The song a- is absolutely incredible. Spanish records. All right. Cool. So. I'm going to go back. Coachella. I had no idea who Bad Bunny was. I think I heard Jay Balvin's name because he he performed at a couple of war ceremonies. But when I tell you, so at Coachella, like, you know, you can go different places, um, different parts to stand. And Cardi B was performing on the same stage that Beyonce was going to perform on later on that night. So um, 
the crazy thing is, is just that like, yo, like, well, no, it wasn't Beyonce that day. She performed, Cardi performed on that Sunday. And that was the same stage that Eminem was going to perform on. So Eminem had, as his fans are called, The Stands. They were all out uh, on the stage. And like, it was just crazy to me because I was just like, damn, like all of these, all of these Latinx people are, are standing by all these emo white dudes that love Eminem. And they over there like just dancing and shit like that and just going fucking crazy. And I'm realizing like, oh shit, like Cardi is about to become like an international star. Because like it was just great, like mind you, like in Coachella, it's like in like we're in like the dirt, like you know, or, or like the, the grass, and uh, pretty much like these people are dancing salsa, and merengue, and 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 out there in the street, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was big, man. It was a big song. Wow, Eli, you a piece of shit. All right, we'll get into the next song. I love that record. Next song, next song is Ring. Ring features Kehlani. It's produced by Scrib Dryley and Needles. Wow, I didn't know Scrib Dryley produced you know, it. I like it. Ring, 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 ring. Kalani. I like I like this song and I like her verses and I love Kalani, but I just don't like this particular these Kalani hooks. Oh, okay. That's okay. I I, I get like, it. I like what I like what Cardi like I like what Cardi was rapping about. Like this is basically just a you know, it's fuck these fuck these niggas song. That's all it is, right? Yeah. Um, and like I enjoyed it, and obviously it was a perfect combination. I just I didn't like this hook. Like the hook is isn't infectious to me. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. I get that. Anybody but else? Verse, like, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like I'm not I'm not bugging. I'm just saying, like no, I like all these raps. I enjoy. I like I, I listen. I enjoy. It. Like ring, 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 ring. Like I don't like hearing the, the, like a phone ring. So why would I want to hear them just saying ring, ring okay. over and over? Okay, I get I get what you're saying. Um, I I enjoyed it because I love those. Um, this is this is a radio song. Like this is a pure radio song. So you know maybe that's because that's, uh, and I think that's how the chorus uh, I guess was like made to be written or or whatever. So I get it and I loved it because this was a uh, this was like as. First time I heard the song, I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely um, supposed to be for radio only. Um, yeah. For Kalani, I, I love it. I loved her. Um, them linking up was like really, really, really good. Uh, unexpected to me. And the magic was in, that was some good potion in the magic. So this was great. This is good. Okay. All right. So we'll get into the next song. Next song is Moneybag. Moneybag features YG. No, is this the no, one? No, no, no. No, sorry. This one is produced by Jay White. Did it? This one doesn't feature YG. Moneybag, Moneybag, Moneybag. Hey, Moneybag. I do like this song though. Um, I do fuck with this one. I like the energy on this one a lot. How y'all feel? That, that beat. How did she that, not get Plows to be on this song? <laughs> I think that who? That's, oh, that's the only question. Plows. Flies, baby. I can't hear Flies, baby. I can't Street hear Pussy Saturday. Sweet Pussy Saturday. That's why he should have been on his own. No, I mean, not just because of that. Like, I just felt like he would have killed this. Like, because you remember, ran, ran, ran off on the plug twice was, was popping. Like, yeah. well, it was finishing off around the time. I just know he, he would have killed this. Shit. I got to, I'd, I'd have to hear him um, on it because I can't, re- I, I'm, I, don't know. I don't know. I could definitely hear him. Maybe you don't listen to it. Maybe you don't listen to enough flowers and know, like, you know, what he can do. I do. I listen to a lot of flowers. Wow. That, okay. Now, whoa, hold on. It, wait, whoa, whoa. That was aggressive. 
was aggressive. Okay. I kind of feel aggressive towards you tonight. Money back, money back, money back. Um, I wonder why. Okay, well, I'll get into that at the end. Never mind, never mind. I'll save that for the end. But uh, we'll get into the next song. Next song is Bartier Cardi, and it features 21 Savage. It's produced by 30 Rock and Cheese Beats. I hate the way Cardi raps on this song so fucking much. Wow. Incredible. Sound, wow. wow. She doesn't sound good at all on this song. Savage sounds great. He was in his pocket. He found a pocket at a beat. I think he came in after she had already laid her shit, obviously. And mm-hmm. he kind of went with that, with that, uh, with that flow. And I thought he killed it. I don't like the way she sounds on this. It sounds like she's still trying to rap on it. She wow. it like still trying to learn how to rap on this. Wow. This was her song that he gave it to her. Yeah, she this sounds was his like song. This was his song. And Offset said, like, suggested that Cardi get on it. And then 21 Savage said that Cardi could have it. Yeah. And then they went and they redid it. Like, he already, like, laid it down. But, like, Offset was, like, I guess, you know, maybe this was, like, early on. He was like, yo, I got a song that, you know, that I can get you on 21 Savage. Because Offset is basically the person who gets her her features, like, reaches out to people because she's always scared to reach out. So that, that was the story with this song. Um, and when I first heard this song, when I first, I was like, this ain't, I was like, this is the follow, because this was after Bodak Yellow, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And this song just didn't hit for me. Like, I was like, yeah, this ain't doing it. Like, wow. I'm not. That's crazy. Doing it. And I, I'm a bitch ass bitch. And I bitch still feel like when I feel like this song, this song ain't it. It's not it. Wow. Like, they, crazy. They could, they could try to force it on us, but it's not it. Beautiful song. Great song. I like this song. This song is not, I don't think this song was uh, supposed, should be, should have been like a, a single or on the radio. I think this should have been like, just like a, a like a, a, an album cut. Um, that uh, is where I will agree with you all at, but I like this song, the aggressive, the beat on this song, and then like 21 Savage comes in. I, I really like this song. Diamonds all over my body. Shining all over my body. Cardi got your bitch on Molly. Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you never had a woman on Molly or with diamonds on her body. I'm sorry you can't relate. I'm sorry. Hey man, I ain't got to relate. Our raps, be good music, or for it to be whack. All right, that's what the misinterpretation is with music. Cause I ain't shot people. I ain't, I ain't drank syrup a day in my life, but I love Future. So we'll get into the next. You do treat women terribly, though. So I mean, yo, Rob, please don't do that. That's not even funny. Hey, 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 Rob, you, you, that next song. You jealous, man? The next song. Um, she bad is the next song, and it features YG, and it's produced by Official and Mustard. She bad. She bad. She bad. That song is fire. This picks it. This picks it up. <laughs> I, what, oh up. man! I thought this, this, this is like one of the few YG songs that I re- that I really enjoy from him. Yo, the this few. song. Yeah, YG has hits, bro. I'm cool. Did you bro. not hear my crazy life? My crazy huh? life. Like, my crazy life. What's wrong with you? I enjoy. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till everybody. I'll talk. Uh, this song is amazing. And this was a song that like really impressed me when I saw her performing because she was pregnant as fuck and she was getting on stripper poles, still like making moves and shit like that. 
This song is amazing. YG on the hook is dope as fuck. And like he kind of like changed his voice a little bit because we're so used to him like yelling. And to to hear him in a different tone was actually really, really cool. So mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed that part. So um that was pretty awesome. Like I enjoyed that. I just I just it's so simple. Like the, the hook is simple, it's catchy, and it's for the woman. Like is this is definitely like a strip club song. Um ah man, I, I really, really love this. It was it was great. And and like when I believe she, when she was at Coachella, she performed this pregnant dude. Like she performed yeah. this pregnant. Come on, man. That's that was sick. I, I loved it. It, it. it it helped grow my fetish even more. So I was I, it was great. All right, um, we'll get into the next one, which is Through Your Phone. It's produced by Watt and Benny Blanco. She has a lot of songs about all her slow tone type songs or in her pocket type songs are about infidelity and like mm-hmm. trust that nigga and, and shit being hard for her. So like, which is something that blew this album up even more in retrospect because mm-hmm. she started going into her shit or her issues with uh with offset, it was yeah. on full display around this yeah. time. So uh wow, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's crazy. Um but yeah, I like this song. I don't I don't mind this one. Yeah, this is definitely an album cut song. This is a, a song I think she just wanted to put out just to like vent. I guess this was like a venting session to her. So I definitely uh, respect the song being here. Yeah, and, this is and the it's an invasion and, 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 and of invasion of privacy. Wait, yeah, what, this what, is the Oh, what was that, Julius? I said this goes along with the theme of uh, like invasion of privacy. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, women think that men have no privacy, but that's another conversation. Um, this is just the hurt your own feelings anthem right here. This is this is the like why the fuck is she encouraging women to go through men's phones? The fuck? Yeah. Sorry, it's tricky. I mean, facts. Facts. They all my shit. Uh, don't my yeah, don't go through my shit. My shit is yeah, my man. shit. You want to know what's hilarious? I feel like Khloe Kardashian listens to this album and cries herself to sleep because everything that she's going through with Trisha Thompson and Cardi describing on herself. And still wakes up with him the next day. So next. That's, that's none of our business. That's white. That's some. That's a white people business. If We're any, not in I encourage that. Do you, you say encourage it? All right. Well, um, we'll get into yeah, the we, next. We don't do that over here. No, <laughs> and not after me. Come on, Eli. You come on, come on. We'll get into the next song. Uh, Eli's thoughts and opinions are his own. Uh, <laughs> the next song is "I Do" and it features SZA. It's produced by Q Beats and Murder Beats. Ooh, Great, way Great way to close this song out. Is beautiful. This song is fire. Great way to close it. SZA don't miss. Since nope. Miss. I do. I do. And the bar, the the bar, the bar that my sex is so good. I say my name. My, I say my own name during sex is a crazy bar. That was Yo, just a imagine, crazy bar. Imagine that. Imagine that. Like you, you in the middle of something with Shorty, and she just yelling out her own name. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be Eli. Why you said yeah like that's happened before? Nah, that shit would be fire though. Yeah, it happened to you, Eli. Yeah. Bro, yeah, you're know, reminiscing on how you felt about stripping across the street from your school, Rob. You need to relax. I gotta I, actually I, find the, the conversation that me and Rob, me and Reds had um back in the day when me and Reds were first getting to know each other. I was like, oh shit, you a Virgo? Oh man, I thought you was like so super like 
humble dude? And Reg was like, yeah, I actually have sex so I can hear my own name sometimes. And I was like, whoa. All right, Reg. It was a joke. I remember that. That was a joke. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if it was a joke, bro. That was a joke. <laughs> do, you, do you do it so you can get different, like, pitch, like, a different octave? Like... I'm definitely going to find it. I, it's somewhere. It's, I, it was on like text message on social media. It was something, but you can find that shit. Okay. It was probably on Facebook or something. Mr. B. Mr. B. Um, <laughs> but, okay. So we've reached the end of this album. And wait, before we even get into our, our what you call it? Rob, you owe me an apology. I don't like what Uh-oh. you said here. I apologize to Reg. Reg treats women very fairly and equally with uh, respect and love and tenderness. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. So, uh, so we've reached the end of this album. This was, and we agree that this is a big album. Not too big. Get up your button up. Relax. Relax. Um, we that this is a big album. Julius, we know how you felt at the top of us even getting into this album. I would love to hear how you feel now, an hour and three minutes after we broken it down. So um, in my closing statements uh, for this for this case, um, for the case of Cardi B's uh, invasion of privacy, I will say that there are there is one song that does not belong on here, and that is. Mm, I want to say, I want to say, be be uh, be careful. That's the one song that I can say that should shouldn't be shouldn't be on here. That's something that I will agree with you all because we were looking for something stronger, and she didn't really quite deliver on it. I will say, <laughs> in my closing statements, that we all went through reminiscing. Which means if an album helps you reminisce, that album is very important to you. That's number one. Number two, it's not remember true. the huh? You said what? It's not true. Continue. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> we remember the moments, big big moments, big moments from the little to the top. This album helped her get to Coachella. This album is a classic. This album, what y'all said y'all didn't like what? Two songs on here out of, I'm sorry, 13? Come on. Honestly, Julius, your bar your bar for rating albums is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know, like, listen y'all to- said y'all, didn't like two out, y'all said y'all listen. didn't like two songs from this 13-track album. Listen to your credentials, bro. Listen y'all to like- your credentials. Your credentials, you said, if this song makes you remember things, that means it's good. It's like, Excuse what? the album? Album, oh, album. It yeah, helped you remember things. remember things. You know how many albums? You know how many bad albums make me remember terrible times in my life that I never want to hear again. And, and guess what? You want to relive. You want to relive these uh, moments right now. Listening to this album, I guarantee it. Like mining key. That's this album is a classic. Party is here to stay. She's a legend. She is literally a top. Uh, 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 a top, uh, no, a top 10 lady rapper just off of this album. She doesn't have to make another album anymore and she will be historic. Okay. I agree with that last statement. Um, you agree with that last statement? 
that thing was crazy. What? <laughs> you I said, believe it, but it was crazy. Have to make for the record, and she will be historic. That's a fact. She doesn't. Just, you agree with that record, statement, but not the classic album statement. I would like just for that. I I would genuinely like Julius to mute himself and let everyone else speak after this. You said enough. I, I said enough. I will sit down. Those are my closing statements. The defense will rest. Uh, I think the album. I think the album is incredible. Um, to me, it is a classic. Um, it, it definitely has stood the test of time as far as a short period of time. Um, I look at I look at albums as time periods and placeholders. And where was I when it happened? This album really. Um, did well. Like I explained in in the, in the uh, beginning of of the show, that this album had a lot of uphill battles from her writing to her being able to perform to her being pregnant to her getting the Grammy nod to her getting the Grammy win to her performing her going on tour with Bruno Mars. Like all of these things happened out of this album. Um, to me, it, if we if we look at other artists' albums and say, yo, with the exception of like two songs as a classic, then she's she's a shoe in. I think I think this this is hers. Like, and and the last thing I want to do is be in women's business. Women consider this album a classic. So who am I to argue? So it's a classic to me. Okay. Well, I like those justific- justifications a lot better than what Julia said. Uh Eli. Uh, damn, what can I say, man? Um, like you I, like it like that? Oh, shut up. <laughs> but, uh, nonetheless, I mean, um, when I first heard the album, I loved the album. Uh, Siding with Julius, I could do without, um, Careful or Be Careful, whatever that song is called. Um, other than that, I mean, like, I really, really do enjoy this album, and it definitely does take me back to a place, um, you know, I remember where I was at. I remember what I was doing. I remember the events that I was going to. I remember it's just, you know, it's, it was a little time capsule. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And plus and plus just uh, just seeing how everything, you know, happened for Cardi. You know, her her being ratchet on 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 Instagram and her dropping music and you know, have, having her drop like a simple mixtape that had Bodak Yellow on there. It took a while for that song to get some burn. Then she went on VH1 and, you know, you just kept seeing like this next move, the next move, the next move, the next one, the next. And, you know, it's it's amazing to see. And it's still beautiful to see. And Cardi is still entertaining to this very day. Mm-hmm. He's a very um, entertaining woman. She's um, surprisingly so. I think it took us all a little surprise when she started getting into, into a little... Um, political bag um i don't mean to say little political bag um but um you know it's just amazing to see the type of person that she is the growth that she's got that that um that she's gone through um and to see where she's at right now and this is a great album like you know i just can't wait i really can't wait to see what what the next album brings because so far we've been getting a ton of singles from cardi and we haven't got a solid project yet right Rate this album. I give this album a four. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, Torian. Yeah, I'll go. Um, Julius, there's five songs that I don't like on this album. Um, out of thirteen songs, um, 
this song does bring back good memories, but it's not like nostalgic memories, like how I feel like hearing um, Nas, it was written or hearing uh, Reasonable Doubt or anything like that. So it doesn't give me that feeling. Um, I thoroughly enjoy this album. And like I said at the beginning, it's it's good to remember like how this woman became famous. But I, I don't mix together me being happy for her becoming famous and becoming a millionaire and successful and proving it out is wrong with the quality of the album. Two separate things. Um, with that being said, I definitely was impressed by the fact that like, you know, yeah, she had her mixtapes against the bitch music. Um, she pretty much was a novice at, at making music. So like she was getting better as time went on. And you can even tell with certain tracks, like what we said, we were like, yo, this, this song sounds like when she first started learning how to rap. This is when she actually started learning how to get into her pocket, right? So, like, I don't think she's, like, as as talented of an MC as, like, Foxy, Eve, or Little Kim. But what she does have, or Nikki, like, she, but what she does have is, like, the charisma, and she has the story. So, with this album being the, you know, the, um, the butterfly coming from the cocoon, right, of Cardi's career and everything like that, like, I'll say that I give this album three and a half stars out of five because... She pretty much, like, she did everything that she was supposed to do. And the music, like, you know, like, like she had every intention for the songs to be good. But, like, the songs that were bad, like, I could tell, like, it probably wasn't 100% her. And I think that's what the problem was. And what I hope on her next project, like, you know, she has more control with what she with what she does. Um, because, like, the song Ring, uh, you're Through Your Phone, I really didn't like that song. Um, be careful with me. I feel like the label completely forced her to do that song. So when I'm critiquing some of these songs, I'm just like, damn, like this absolutely doesn't sound like Cardi wanted to do it. This was her back. And who knows? Maybe she did, but maybe somebody should advise her not to. So that's just my thing on that. Um, do I think that Cardi is like an amazing artist and she is the mother to a lot of these female rappers? I do. Mm-hmm. Some people would say Nikki, but I just feel like Nikki had almost a 10 year reign and no female rappers came out. Cardi came out and uh, floodgates open. So that's my argument. Some people might say I'm tripping. Some people might say I'm bugging, but that's just how I see it. And, uh, um, I think that uh, a lot of female rappers that have careers right now, um, a la uh, Sweetie, or as Tracy Ellis Ross called her, Sawate, um, mm-hmm. deserve, like, she, she, like, Cardi definitely deserves it because labels didn't know what to do with female rappers for a very long time. Cardi came and they figured it out. Says a lot. Some people might say that's a hot take from me, but I, I genuinely feel like as as far as like Nikki Star, they didn't know how to present a new female rapper. All of a sudden Cardi B comes along. We have so many female rappers, it's like you, you can like pick your poison now, like right there everywhere. So I close my case on that three and a half waffles out of five. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give this album a four and a half. Uh I'll give this album a four and a half because it's one of the it's one of the rare albums that actually I feel no not rare so I'll change that it's one of the albums that I feel um, the moments around it and that surround it kind of make it even more catastrophic. It's one of those albums that is gonna that has stood the test of time because of the moments that surround it, and it just so happens that the music that's with it is really good. Um, with the exception of a couple songs, like I was vocal about the songs that I really don't like. 
But I think what makes up for it is the type of force that Cardi B is. And they, like everything was executed as far as the promo for this album, so good, like so perfectly. And I feel like that plays a major factor into the album itself because um everything everything was in conjunction everything was had everything had a purpose with the rollout of this album with the singles everything like even even the whole cheating scandal like it just they put out be careful and it just went with all like everything was executed so perfectly and i feel like it's kind of a slight to not include all those perfect promo moments with the album and the music because they kind of are one and the same um and with that is why I give it a four and a half. Now, now where the album lacks, it picks up with the promo and 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 the big moments on here because there's a lot of big moments. You have a fucking diamond single on this album. It, it doesn't get any bigger than that. That from what we've seen, like so, everything was done right with the exception of a couple songs. Um, so four and a half. Right. So uh we're gonna close this out. How you guys feeling? You feel you looking at me funny. I'm not uh listen, I love everything I heard. Just like I said previously, my defense was is is an, is in an, is in the bed now. Um all I can do is listen. Okay, okay. Well, in that case, I'm first class reg. I'm Tori MB. And we are out of here. Peace.